And though the wrong seems off so strong, God is the ruler yet. Uh, That is a great confidence that we have in a world that uh, continues to uh, go against the, the Word of God, the nature of God, the plan of God. It's the world in which we live where where everything seems to be uh, in a place of hostility towards the very uh, purpose of God in our world. This past Thursday was uh, National Day of Prayer. Uh, We had opportunity to meet and did meet at uh, Haven CRC in Zealand on Thursday and and, uh, spent time uh, as a community in prayer for, for the things of our world. And there are lots of things, brothers and sisters, right now that are um, coming to the forefront, uh, being magnified once again. Uh, we've been living in the world in a world for uh, the last couple of years where everything has shifted, uh, and we have had to comply with the rules and regulations for good and bad, uh, all kinds of issues around all of that. Uh, but we are in this place where. Uh, the the plan and the purpose and the goodness of God is being brought into question uh, and the battle intensifies. Again, just as the song was speaking about there, uh, the battle's not done. And if anything, in in this last week or so, uh, you know how intensified the battle is getting, uh, especially when it comes to the issue of abortion uh, in our country. Uh, it happens around the world, but our country, uh, as we know, has uh, had it legal. It has been a law that you are able to kill your child before they're born. It was a grievous thing that happened back then. Uh, and as, as the courts are in session right now about this issue, uh, and as... Uh, leaked documents come out and all that's behind all of that, all the buzz that that created, it brought the idea of abortion back to the surface again in very real and tangible ways. And people are fighting for the opportunity to kill their child. They want the privilege to be able to say what is in my body is my own domain and I can do with it as I please. And it just grieves us to think of that. It grieves the heart of God to think that people would want to end a life, one that has been created and formed in the womb by God Himself, that miraculous conception where life begins from two small microscopic components and God creates out of that a living being that is evidently living heart beating within the mother's womb so early on. We need to be uh, in prayer for the courts as they continue to meet. Uh, and in the next month or so, as, the, as we're waiting for the decision to come out, that God's purpose and plan would be revealed and that a victory would be gained. But brothers and sisters, I'm telling you that if the victory is gained in our favor for those that want to allow for uh, life to always happen as it was designed and not stop that ahead of time. If, if we win a favorable uh, judgment from the Supreme Court through this, 
the enemy is going to come back harder and harder. That will not end the battle. The battle will intensify. Right now, even as uh, thoughts of that are, are being talked about, that it may be overturned, there are people offering to uh, do these things in different places. Uh, our, our neighbors to the, to the north are, are, are saying, if you can't kill your baby there, bring them to us and we will take care of it here. And it's just a grievous thing. It causes us to lament the world that we live in. Uh, so many other issues around the world that are taking place, the atrocity that continues to happen in Ukraine as a ruthless leader wants to wipe out a nation, to destroy their existence, to possess what belongs to them. And these things continue to happen in our world. Other nations ramp up their ability to create havoc in war. And we're all trying to, it seems, fight for what we think we possess. And God's, God's Word paints such a different story. Right from the beginning of creation, God is um, presenting such a magnificent picture of a holy God in a great creation and everything is good. And we corrupted it. Except even in all of that, God's plan was to redeem a world even redeem the place that we are in right now where murder is being uh, legalized and debated. Uh, that same child, that same child, a moment after birth, well, in some places, a moment after birth, if you would kill that child then, it is a murder. Five seconds before, you can get away with murder because we have deemed life according to our parameters, the way we choose to define it. And it's a lamentable thing. But God, brothers and sisters, but God has a great plan. As long as evil consists, uh, exists in our world, the, the perfect plan of God still is there to bring redemption and healing and forgiveness and to bring uh, life and hope through all of that. And one day that's going to happen. Uh, one day, I don't know if it will happen in the morning. I think, uh, in my own mind, I think that would be great. Uh, when, when morning dawns, uh, maybe one day that, that dawn will be so brilliantly white, you'll know it's different. A day instead of uh, the sun rising, S-U-N, the S-O-N, sun rises and shines on the world once again. What a day that's going to be when, when finally all the crap that we live in is done. And God's perfect plan of redemption comes to its fullness. And so we continue to lift up in prayer the things of our world that are so grievous right now. In the midst of all that, we all have our own trials and, and circumstances that we're, we're trying to make our way through in this life until we finally receive our full reward. Uh, the full reward isn't uh, a full healing here in this life, although we pray for that. 
all of us will have an appointed day where we finish our race. Uh, finishing faithfully is the, is the plan of God, the call of God. But in the meantime, there are all kinds of obstacles along the way, health issues, uh, relational issues, uh, national issues that, that prevent us from enjoying what God wants for us. And that day, brothers and sisters, is coming. So I'd invite you to join me in a time of prayer this morning as we pray for, uh, again, the condition of our world, uh, how, how much we need to lift, uh, lift that all up in prayer, and for, for you all as well as we um, look at uh, the, the various needs that we have. So with that, would you, would you join me in prayer? Our holy, holy, holy God. Just saying those words causes us to pause and reflect on how holy, holy, holy you are, completely set apart from anything, anyone else. Holy, holy, holy. causes us to pause because we reflect even in our own selves in how we are not. We, we marvel at the fact that you are redeeming us, that you have brought salvation into the world. And, and in the midst of all that, in the, in the midst of your perfect plan of redemption, salvation, and forgiveness, of restoration and glorification, in the midst of all that, I still find myself broken and sinful. It is still the condition that exists within us. It is still the way our world is today. Sinful, hostile, broken. Devoid of any goodness within ourselves. And so to proclaim holy, holy, holy exalts you and humbles us. And that's the way we come before you today in prayer. Not worthy, but seeking your face this morning. And what a wonderful thing to be able to exist in your presence without fear of being consumed. So Jesus, we praise you for making that possible. Father in heaven, uh, high above all else, still ruling and reigning over all things, we marvel at your, at your sovereignty, the goodness of your character. And today we, we remember too, as we call you Father, we, we remember mothers as well. We're here today to give testimony to those that have raised us up. And so we thank you for, for the mothers that we've had in our lives, especially those, Father, that have gone on already those that we remember in this day that will not be at the table with us, those that maybe have been gone for a long time and yet we still remember them with fondness. For those that sit among us, Father, we praise you for, for the way that you are working in them and through them, shaping the children that are uh, uh, underneath them yet, whether those children are 60 years old or six or the newborns, 
whatever it may be, Father, thank you for the work that mothers now do for their children, a work that truly never ends. A mother never stops loving and mothering her children for their good, to raise them up in a way that uh, you have laid upon their hearts. And Father, for those, again, that uh, will be mothers someday, what a wonderful calling, what a wonderful uh, aspiration to have, uh, to raise up a generation of, of new life that would understand who you are and live in the reality, even in this world, live in the reality of a glorious and gracious and merciful God. So thank you, Father, for mothers. Our world is a world out of control. The news every day brings more evidence of that. And so we confess that uh, because of our own sinfulness, we perpetuate that, that brokenness. The world that is hostile and broken and sinful and at odds with each other and with you is because of the sin that exists in the world and we carry the weight of that ourselves. So Father, we come and confess before you that we have also added to the turmoil that exists in the world, in our own homes, in our community, in our places of work, in our friendships and relationships. The brokenness that exists, the wall that's still there in ways between us and you as sin continues to rear its ugly head even in us. So Father, forgive us for those things that uh, break harmony with you and for those things that uh, break peace with our neighbors. We pray that you would forgive us for those things. We pray, Father, that uh, in a world where uh, even within your church, there are people at odds with each other. Even over some of the most uh, important biblical issues, we find ourselves at odds. And it causes us to lament the fact that we are not a united people always. And so we ask, Father, that you would make us to understand that we are given a ministry of reconciliation to be peacemakers in this world. So help us to do that, Father, because this world needs you and it's, it's a lamentable thing too that uh, we live in a world that the things that always make the news are things that are always against your will. More and more it becomes evident each day and seemingly it, it intensifies as time goes by how broken our world is, how, how separated from a holy, holy, holy God they are. So, Father, for all, the, for all the things that we hear day after day, week by week, year after year, we lament that our world is in this condition yet. And we long for the day when you will come again. In that longing, there is this, this personal longing for that, not, not just for the whole world, but we pray for that as well. But our longing is so that we could be uh, freed and healed as well. We pray that you would bring healing to those among us that you would see fit to do that. A full and complete healing now while we wait for the permanent healing later. If it would be your will, Father, we, we ask that you would grant that to our members that are in need desperately. 
those with broken bones and those with broken minds, those with uh, weak parts of our body, those where uh, an intruder has come in and and taken over our body, those with, with cancer and those maybe that haven't even realized that yet. So Father, we we pray that you would bring about healing in our day. Uh, start with our hearts and minds so that we recognize that your grace will be sufficient even while we wait for your healing, whenever that may be. We continue to uh, lift up the needs of our church. Uh, This church here, your body here in this place, uh, you know our history. You know our identity. Uh, We had studied in uh, your book, Revelation, about how you addressed the different churches. And you know which one of those or which ones of those would characterize us where you have seen us be faithful and where you have seen us fall down. And so we pray that you would revive this church. Bring a renewal here in this place that would be so evident that it becomes the new talk, not of a church that's dying, but of a church that's living and growing. Something that is only under your control. And help us to submit to that. Not just this church though, Father, but all the churches in the area here, whether they are of the same denomination or from different ones, other ones that still proclaim salvation in Christ alone. We pray that their witness as well will be strong and sure in a world that needs to know that truth still exists. And it isn't up for grabs. It's never compromised. And for your church universal, for those that gather around the globe the missionaries that we support that are out there doing the work in Jesus' name. We pray, Father, that that work would prosper and that your church around the globe would grow and strengthen in our resolve to preach the good news, to proclaim peace to those that need it, to release the captives, to bring healing to those who are still beat down in this world. We pray, Father, for those that we have sent out. May their witness be strong. We even think of the, the orphanage in Kenya where, where children are about to go into their community in this week, in this month, and proclaim the good news that they have already heard. May that word be fruitful, prosperous, and fall on fertile soil. That your church in that place may grow. May your church in the Philippines grow. May, may your church all over on every continent grow, Father, in strength and in resolve and in numbers as well. So Father, bring healing to your people. Healing to our nation. Healing to the world. And let us be witnesses, testimony of that. Martyrs for it. Giving of our lives at all costs to make